Hello listeners, wherever you may be today in the world, even you in Pakistan, yes I saw that you listened to us last week, you must have been really struggling for something, but look it's fantastic to know that my voice and my garbage is transversing the world at the moment. We are here for episode 60 of Push to Plat and I'm joined by an Australian which I know is a shock horror, listeners, because I avoid as many Australian gamers as possible. But look, I found I found a good cookie here, I think, today. A very, a very good cookie. This is the former number one Australian gamer, a female gamer, Nurse Feel Good. She's a Twitch, a Twitch, well, a Twitch superstar in the making, I think. I've watched much of her content. She's a wonderful gamer. She is not like me. She is what we would classify as a skilled gamer that dabbles in the spam. And I'm very interested to hear more about. About that as we go today but pull up a chair come jump in come join us we've got plenty plenty of game talk to keep us to keep us busy and warm on this cold Aussie morning why don't we jump in bliss how are you today I'm great thanks yeah just ready to kick off the day get some gaming in later yeah well look before we before we jump in I noticed the other night I've got to ask you this did you basically play Maneater all night yeah so it came out as a region by region launch and it just so happens, you know, we're pretty lucky here. We're one of the first regions that things will come out in. So I thought I'm going to jump on this opportunity, be one of the world first people gaming with it and potentially trophy hunting it. So, yeah, I thought that'd be a good little uh, selling point for Twitch. And it, it worked out pretty nicely for me. So how long was that session you put in? Uh, it was a short one, only 15 hours. Oh, listen, I'm, I'm not kidding. I've done 30 something, 40 hours before. That's, that's tiny. <laughs> can, can I ask, I have a feeling you're, you're a little bit younger than me. We won't go into specific ages, but you are under the age of 30, aren't you? Yes, I'm 27. Good, good. Well, that's, wow, 30 hours. See, look, look, listeners, I can't do anything for 30 hours. That's it. That's impressive. <laughs> 15 hours. That is starting to make sense now how you get through all these, all these games or, or whatever else, if, if you're putting in this amount of time. So look, before we, we delve into all this, the, the you are doing how about we just start with a little bit of your your gaming history sure so i was never a console owner until ps3 i started off with my game boy color playing pokemon red as my very first game moved on to game boy advance loved all those kinds of games like golden sun which was one of my favorite series ever and then i was a pc gamer uh, up until i was maybe i can't remember when the ps3 came out i think i was 14 or 15 because uh, my dad played on pc so I never had any consoles. I just played played stuff like Command and Conquer, Civilization, Oblivion, uh, Star Wars, and Nice to the Old Republic. And then um, my best friend bought a PS3, and I got to check him out playing it. Bought one myself. Trophies uh, became a thing, <laughs> and I was hooked. <laughs> Day one. Yeah. And have you, like, I've got to ask, have you ever gone back to the PC or are you a sort of exclusive uh, PlayStation gamer now? Um, here and there. I play a bit of WoW in my downtime. It's pretty relaxing. Also Star Wars, The Old Republic. Um, oh, wow. But for the most okay. part, yeah, stick to PS4. Keep uh, PC a bit more, a bit more chill. That being said, I do achievement hunting in WoW, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? it can't help myself. <laughs> yeah, I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's that's Star Wars: or Republic and WoW. They're m both massive games, but they're both lifestyle games as well, aren't they? They're games you can't uh, you can't escape. I think. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you've got to 
invest a fair bit in them. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that feeling. That's not a hey, look. I don't half ass stuff. I was just gonna say, I get that feeling about you. <laughs> that you know, look, listeners, we it's all or nothing. <laughs> we couldn't find two more opposite people. So this is gonna be this is gonna be a wonderful <laughs> a wonderful conversation as you gri- oh, as great. you grit your teeth there and go look at this monkey over here. But yeah, look, no, it's, it's, it is fascinating. It's okay, I've got my stress ball here. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. Now, before we get into the gaming as well, we're talking just before we started, and you're also an AFL, an Australian football uh, league player as well, Division Two player. Now, that that's a pretty serious sport. Many of our listeners are from the are from America and the UK, uh, across Europe. They wouldn't be familiar with this game. So, so, tell me what you love about it and how you got into it. Uh, well, I got into it just from a pure pure perspective of I wanted to make sure I was in the best fitness as vain as it sounds look the best I can look and I understood that being that I was such a big gamer I needed I needed something you know to take me away from that and keep me healthy let's say and the social aspect like I've met so many wonderful girls and it's just it's just a fantastic time and I've always loved the sport my dad again big influence had me going to games and watching that growing up Geelong Cats by the way (laughs) And oh, yeah, I, I decided one day, like, let's, let's just join a team. Let's do it. So it was four years ago and yeah, fell in yeah, love. Yeah. What, what a lot of uh, overseas listeners probably wouldn't understand is that AFL football is, it's like an institution, isn't it? It's not really like a, I'll, I'll go and watch a game occasionally. It's like a, it's like a pilgrimage almost in this country to, for the weekly game. It's, it's a massive thing. Yeah. I mean, it's much like, um, I guess Canadians fall in love with ice hockey and commit to that. Yes. Like your country has that sport, you know, that you, everyone, everyone just commits to it. It's yeah. a lifelong thing. Like you have your team and that's it. I, I like this idea that you have a, a, your fitness regime away from gaming because I think, I think you know, you're right. I mean, sitting on your ass for hours and hours or 15, 30 yeah, hours well, straight. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a killer, isn't it? But I mean, it's, the, the current joke is that there's a couple of people, probably including you, that intend to run me over at some point in the next year or two. And they, and they feel that they'll do it because I'll probably just kill myself or, or <laughs> die of old age, which are both highly possible, highly possible. But it's good to know there's fit and virile people behind me ready to take over. It's fantastic. Well, I mean, I want to live the longest life I can, get as much gaming in as possible, Make sense right yeah look look that's right you know and, and we, I mean we've got to extend our lives because you know there is a rumor that one day a ps5 will happen not anytime mm. soon but you know in the in the future on the horizon <laughs> on the horizon okay that's good now now i'm gonna ask you what type of gamer are you do you like i mean are you you look like a bit of a completionist to me is that a fair is that a fair thing to say yes i don't like to give up that there, there, there's been a few things i have back in my more casual days Mm-hmm. But I don't like to give up on stuff. I I will bash my head against that wall as long as it takes and I'll get stuff done. There are there are some things I have left for now. Don't think I've forgotten about them. I'm coming back to them. If you scroll and sleep through on my list, you'll see a couple. Don't worry. On the you're on the backlog. <laughs> I, I like it. Okay, so look, I'm not, I'm not going to ambush you just yet with that stuff, but I, I therefore have to ask, are you one of these people that is trying to attain this mythical 100% account? Is that a, is that a concern for you then? Oh, no, I, I don't give a shit about that. I just want to get yeah. as many Platinums mm. as I can and not give up on games. If I commit to a game, I'm committed to it. I mean, look, DLC is fucking expensive. I can't afford that shit mm. for everything. The 100% is mm. so not happening. I pick and choose my DLC. 
Yeah, I, d- I don't. I don't blame you. So therefore, there is. No, is it fair thing to say then that you would play any game? Then if you if it so interests you that the trophy list doesn't turn you off if it's difficult. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd, I'd be happy to give most things a try. But yeah, if it's a crappy, crappy game and it's got a ridiculous trophy list, well, maybe I'll give that one a pass for you know better games. But yeah, trophy lists don't scare me if it's a game I like. Okay, excellent, excellent. Now, look, I've got to ask you about this name, Nurse Feel Good. Now, before before I reached out to you, I wasn't, and I and, and no disrespect, obviously, I wasn't wasn't sure if you're male or female because obviously it's impossible to know until till you reach out. But oh yeah, it, tr- it tricks a few people. <laughs> you're, you're you're quite out there, you know, with your streaming and stuff, so it's easy to find out. At least I can I can tune in and watch. But you know, it's all it's always a challenge, and I wasn't sure with this name. So look, I've got to ask this the story behind it. Uh, well, I just bought my PS3 and I was struggling to think up of a name and I, I'm not the most creative person. So ended up going to this, my friend's party and the theme was dress as something beginning with your, with your name, first letter of your name. So my full name is Natasha. So I had to go something beginning with N. Uh, nurse, that's pretty easy. And instead of going as a proper nurse, I bought an outfit called Nurse Feel Good. And I still have this outfit to this day, and it still fits. Wow, that's, um, that's impressive. And I just saw Nurse Yulg and went, yeah, that's pretty funny. Let's go with that. No no one's going to see this. It's never going to be taken seriously. <laughs> Who will ever give a crap about this name, right? <laughs> I look, I love it. I tell you what, you better be careful because I have a feeling we're going to get some requests for those photos there. So you might have to. <laughs> you might have to um, look. I'll, I'll, I'll let them know my prices. <laughs> but look, I, I've touched base with most of the top 10 in one form or another in Australia. And I, by the sound of it, you are definitely the, the most good looking of all of us. So that, that, is, that, is, <laughs> fant- that is fantastic. Look, you're, you're winning in that account. Now, the other thing I wanted to get into, you told we also before we started recording you were a former number one in australia back in the in the day that is that is correct correct back in the ps3 days before all these hour-long platinums will say dropped i can't remember when this sort of happened it just (laughs) sort of seemed to come out of nowhere but yeah back before all that happened i was number one for a time yeah, so so this, I mean, this is a, the ongoing debate about how tr- the trophy degradation, these shitty games are ruining the, the trophy experience, you know. We could write essays on this. People are trying to make doctorates out of it, you know, and all this garbage. What's your your opinion then of how the, the trophy has changed? The economy has changed hugely in the last four to five years. What do you, what do you think? I think the top few hundred of the world all it comes down to is how much time you have and how much money you have you'll find very few people in the top couple hundred that will have more than five or ten ultra rare platinums there's not that many people that actually put their time into any kind of long or skillful game like you look the percentage breakdowns people have of how many common trophies they have to you know the rare ultra rare ones etc etc um, you look at that percentage, and it's very telling what kind of gamer they are. And I just kind of write them off in my mind a little bit. <laughs> I, I look at the people that actually have a comparable amount of like ultra rares to I um, that I have, and um, you know, then I I give them a bit of respect. Yeah, but yeah. I, th- I think it just comes down to a matter of money. Yeah, yeah. No, look, I, I, I mean, time obviously as well. But yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. But on that same side, you're not. I'm adverse... not innocent of this myself. No, <laughs> nice save. Yes, because I was going to say you're not averse to this either, though. So, so you, you do strike a balance. 
between these. So therefore, I want to ask how you do that. Do you, I mean, we've had guests on before that are similar. Do you use these light games as a breakup between the bigger games? Do you use them because you're solely interested in climbing the boards now and you need to, to do that because you're going to balance it with these longer games? Like, how do you use these sort of spam games? Well, it's it's a bit of both. I'm very competitive by nature, so I wanted to maintain a high rank on the board. So it's as much as it sucks, it's a necessary part of staying up there to buy all of these um, little games and to do them. But that being said, some of them are actually pretty fun. And they are, like you said, really good to break up the longer games. If I'm struggling at a point in the game, no better thing to do than to jump into something short, get that like instant gratification of getting a platinum and then going back to whatever other thing that I was working on. So yeah, I use them to break it up. Sometimes I'll do like a little like day or two burst of just getting a dozen or so of them done. But yeah, it's it's definitely a balancing act. Okay. Can can I ask, see, I see here you've got 400 and oldie, uh, 484 ultra rare trophies here. I mean, some of these are 0.21. I don't know what's going on there. The, the system is, might be broken or something. <laughs> if the number's that low, or, you know, the game just must be marvellous, you know, because no one's finishing it. But, you know, that, that's, that is, I, I agree with you, that that is quite, I'm sorry, I'm a little staggered here. I'm not used to seeing it, you know, three digits in that in that column. That that is hey, that that was my point exactly. That is quite yeah. high. So I look, I understand, you know, the the climbing the boards and stuff like that. But you know, look, you're already fairly high. You know, it could be a good time to slow down and give us a bit of breathing room if you want. <laughs> but but one of the common things oh, I hear, oh, no chance. Yeah. <laughs> one of the common things I hear, and I wonder sometimes too with my own time, is that you know, if if you're playing X Rat game four or eight times or whatever you're doing, you know, it, it still takes you know four. four five, six hours of time, you could be putting it into a to a more substantial game. I don't want to say a game you'll more enjoy because you're right, some of these are enjoyable. But does that fact like does that worry you at all that you are spending, you know, what still equates to a fair amount of time on these games? Not really. I feel like I still get plenty of other gaming time in, obviously doing the massive, massive long streams. I naturally don't really sleep that much, so I've got a bit more time in the day. Yeah. And uh, I like to think that I'm pretty efficient with stuff I don't normally go into a game and just go ah let's just play I'll be looking at the trophy list from the start making sure I'm doing things as best I can but yeah it is it is a bit of time I'm by no means judging here you know as I said I, I wonder this often myself uh, with with my own playing the only other thing I want to ask before we, we we sort of shuffle across to games is a lot of a lot of people that play in a similar style to you that they play these these full-on games they tend to play one game at a time now you know I mean I don't do that I don't subscribe to that but it looks <laughs> like you don't really either because you have quite a bit of different stuff going on so, so you're happy to spread your time across multiple games as well yeah well it's tricky there because I'll have my my main game that I'm streaming and I don't want to play much of that offline if it has something really really grindy and it's just not going to be interesting to watch for example I did grid I played this was months ago I played the remainder of the career mode on stream but then I had to grind out something like it was a total of like 24,000 miles to get the the around the world trophy there was no way I was going to drive in circles for 100 hours on stream so I made that decision I'll just play a little bit on stream, rest my own time. But for the most part, if I'm playing a game on stream, that's dedicated to that. That's why you'll see something always in progress on, in my in my trophy list. But it sort of just depends. There'll be maybe a couple of games I bounce between. Sometimes I'll start a game, not really be feeling it at the time, jump back to something else, re revisit it in a few weeks, and maybe then I'll be more in the mood to play it. But if I've got a long game going, 
right now I've got Star Trek online. I'll, I'll just chip away at it. I'll, I like to chip away at long ones. I don't like to just sit there and dedicate myself purely to something like that. I have to, I have to just mix it in. Now, I, I didn't warn you before we start, but I have a bit of a small brain, so I get fixated on one thing often, and then I, I miss the rest of what's said. Did you just say you got the grid flat? Yeah, grid, yeah. That is fantastic, because that grind is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, it actually put me to sleep at some points. Like, yeah. you're just driving in circles and circles. And if I lay down, there was more than a few times where I just closed my eyes a bit and then sort of do that jerk awake, like, oh, Okay, um, t- time to sit back up. No, congratulations. That, that, is a, that is a massive achievement. And it looks like the 27th of March, so you probably finished that before the tracker was put in as well, I'm assuming, on the distance. So uh, No, it was about midway or as part of the way through it that I got the tracker, which was so, uh, so relieving. I had a little counter. I was ticking off. So you had to do basically 99 laps in, in a race. I had to do 99 of them. And, and plus a little extra, I think it was like an extra seven, 17 laps. If you were doing it from the start, so obviously career mode and all that yeah. reduced that amount. But I was keeping track of how many 99 lap races I did. I had my little notepad here, just mm-hmm. checking them off just to see how close I was potentially getting. That's fantastic. I can see you're not adverse to the grind. So look, let's switch across to games and because I want to ask you about that too. But what we'll do, listeners, is we're going to come back after we've gone through the games like we do. And instead of a topic today, we're just going to just gonna have a bit of a chat because there's a few different things we're going to touch, particularly on streaming and, and a few other issues. But but we'll get there. We're, we're in no race. So why don't I throw the floor to you first here, Bliss? What, what have you sort of been playing in the last week or so? What would you like to share with our listeners? Well, I recently finished Hollow Knight. That was a stream game and it was ridiculously hard. Like if, when people say it's hard, like don't don't assume they're exaggerating. Like it's actually very hard. And I don't typically play a lot of Metroidvanias, so it was an extra challenge to me. And there were so many people that were telling me about it. I thought, all right, I, I better do it. Amazing game, by the way. Absolutely brilliant. But Jesus Christ, that <laughs> it is it, yeah it's a it's a thing but yeah I, I got so frustrated at a point that I had to finish it off stream I was just getting I was just not having a good time because I was so focused on the game and just the stream stopped being fun when I was that focused on it and yeah. getting into such a yeah, bad pattern of mistakes and stuff so I ended up just doing it off stream and doing it a lot easier than I than I was like I was mm. stuck on a particular area got it first try as soon as I went offline it's funny, isn't it, when that happens? <laughs> I like that. Can can I ask you about this game? Because look, I don't play any Metroidvanias if I can help it. So so you're more knowledgeable on this than me. But someone tried to convince me a while ago that it's not the game that's so bad, it's the trophy list. Because so is that true? It's just to say play because I think most of the trophies are tied to is it like an arena type mode or a pantheon or something like that? They're the really hard part. Yeah, so the game itself, gameplay is excellent. It's once you you know, figure out boss patterns, etc. It's not too bad. But then we, we go into the um, Pantheons, which is basically boss rush. And the last one has you fighting against all 42 bosses in a row and you can't die. You die, you get sent back to uh, step one. Mm, and there's no, there's no favor- favorable glitch here, is there? Like a double tap of R1 and you can just skip it all and get the trophy? You actually have to do this. There, there is <laughs> an invincibility glitch. Yes. It's not that hard to pull off from what I've seen, but I did it legit. Okay, excellent, excellent. Now, look, because you opened the door loosely. Actually, no, that's a streaming question. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on that because it's good. Now, look, I don't know if you want to talk about it or not, but I want to hear about it. Is this man eater? Yes. 
So man eater, for those that don't know, you're a shark and you swim around, eat some fish, flop onto land and eat some humans. And it's just a very mindless, laid back, good chill out game. And it only came out the other day. In fact, it came out region by region and being in Australia, we were one of the first to get it. So I jumped onto that opportunity to be one of the world first people playing it. Unfortunately, I wasn't um, anywhere close to being world first platinum because people got it early, etc. And it had something glitch on me. But it was, it was great to be one of the first people playing that and have you know figured that out. Figured out the trophy list isn't that difficult, but I will be doing a video on that perhaps. Did you know, had you... Like, had you researched this game at all before it came out? Did you know what it was or did you just sort of jump into it? I was told about the game probably eight hours before it launched. People <laughs> came into my chat and were talking about it. I went, oh, yeah, that sounds kind of cool. And then, yeah, I was very, very, very lucky to have someone say, use a bit of cash, buy this game. Went, okay, <laughs> sounds good. Let's Let's buy it. And I was blown away. I was very, very surprised. Like, the trailer doesn't do justice. If you just go and watch the trailer, it, it undersells it. It's way better than that. It's a funny thing because I, I, I know I saw your post there in the Discord that you were going to start streaming it at midnight or whatever. And, you know, look, I'm an old man. Seeing seeing midnight is, is a challenge at the best of times. <laughs> so I thought, you know, look, I'll, I'll just watch some of the – now, is it the VODs? Is that what you call it where yes. you watch – Yes. Okay, so I'm old. And uh, so I thought I'd watch some of that. And then you were still streaming when I woke <laughs> up the next day. So I thought I'd just, I'd just lurk for a little while. But I, I started playing a little bit last night. Now, I had no idea this was going to be as funny as it was. I mean, right at the start, you meet old scaly pete and it's it's almost like a mockumentary style the style way that it's and admittedly i've only played an hour so i'm not sure what happens as it as it develops yeah and the narrator and the comments they say just as you go along and all of the little um little jokes thrown in there to when you like discover some locations and stuff it's it's um or almost reminds me of um of borderlands how how they have those little snippy bits of uh humor thrown in yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a that's a good way to describe it. It's, it's a lot better than I mean, the first hour is a lot better than I thought. I'm always worried with these slightly indie developers making games that are sort of sort of open world in a way, or at least more open in style. That that there's going to be massive glitches and drops and all this sort of thing go on. And and you mentioned there that there was a, a trophy glitch. It, it wasn't it wasn't the trophy. It was a particular collectible wasn't wasn't spawning. Like I could see the quest marker there, but it. It wasn't um, wasn't sporting for me to actually be able to um, to get it, and there was actually a former dev that was watching at the time and uh, messaged some of the people on the team and let them know about it. But that's why I couldn't commit. I was going to stream until I got the platinum. I was going to try to be yeah. as quick as I could, maybe first in Australia, but I I just couldn't. <laughs> I was. That, that sucks. Stopped. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, you'll beat me, so don't worry. You know, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> oh, Depends how long they take to patch it. But oh, okay. So, so it is a situation where it will need to be patched. It's not. It's yeah, not I, I believe other people have had the issue, and yeah, like I said, that former dev uh, let some people know about it. So hopefully, it will be worked on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting because we did have a couple of questions coming in the Discord. I mentioned that that someone was uh, was coming on today uh, that had played a fair bit, so it may be worth even waiting just a little while before you you start that. By the sound of it. Okay. Yeah. Well, obviously, some people have the platinum, so it's not affecting everyone. No. But if you, I guess, make regular backup saves and can store them on a on a USB on a USB or something, you won't have to start fresh. But then again, it'll, it'll probably be patched and 
all fixed up, so hmm. I'm not too stressed. Yeah. Okay. That's no. That's interesting. And I, look, I'm I'm looking forward to diving in more. Good. What else would you like to throw out there uh, that I've been playing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to start Final Fantasy VII: The Remake. Hmm. I was a very latecomer to the Final Fantasy series. I started at 13. I've since you know, done oh, wow. 14, 15, come back and done eight. I think I did seven, like the re-release of it, whatever. Don't really remember it. But yeah, this remaster, it's it's not full of nostalgia for me. It's I'm basically coming at it as like a just a fresh Final Fantasy game. So I don't think I'll be as harsh to judge it as other people maybe who are who have been fans of the series for a while. So I'm very very excited to to jump into that. Yeah. See, you've done this thing again to me with the small brain. You, now you've platted Final Fantasy fourteen as well. You just dropped in there. I have. It's, it's interesting, you know. Look, if if we'd have just, you know, if you'd just gone slightly towards my side, we'd almost be the same. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Now that's it. well. Look, I can probably hold this over you here because I imagine you're one of these. You're one of these players that just got in, got the plat, and got out before the first expansion. Is that is that correct? Correct. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. It does look good. I I would love to delve into it a bit more, but you know, trophies take priority. I've watched plenty of streams of it, so I feel like I've secondhand enjoyed it enough. Okay, that's interesting. I'll be interested to see what you think of Final Fantasy VII coming at it the way you are, because I'm in a very similar position, and it seems to be a very positive reception for people like us. But for people that are, you know, are nostalgic to the original, that are well versed in it, there, there seems to be very many differing opinions. And yeah, I've heard so many mixed reviews of it, but I yeah. think I think I'll I'll be okay with with how it is. I think it'll be quite enjoyable. Yeah, I think you'll love it, especially if if you if you could at least tolerate fifteen, or if you enjoyed fifteen, because I found them. I found it like almost from how much I've played so far. It's almost like a it's like a refined fifteen in the in the uh, combat and the and the general gameplay as well. So yeah, I quite like fifteen. So I think I'll I think I'll be well suited to this. Yeah. Now, look, I'm going to throw another one here at you. Payday Two, the Crime Wave Edition. So you know, obviously, you hate life. That's that's quite clear. But, but, oh, but what, that's, that's fair assessment. Assessment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a game that you pretty much need a, a, a firm group to play with. Is that correct? Like for, for many of the trophies, you, you can't just mm. single player this, can you? Or or you can know someone that's pretty darn good at it, ah, yes. as I do. <laughs> I'm not completely useless. I've, I have learned a few things along the way, but um, it's quite challenging for sure. You have to have a very, very good knowledge of the game. And there's definitely a few things where you need a solid team. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, we can take a little sidebar here. Here, I'm because only playing. he said he'll he'll help me out with it. And I'm like, okay, oh, fine, I'll I'll add it to my backlog. We'll, we'll do this. <laughs> take a little sidebar here, aside from the end, because this is what I find interesting coming from Sydney or whatever else. That the the core of trophy hunting in Australia seems to be based in Melbourne. I mean, there's there's many of you down there, or, or a couple of dudes in Tasmania, I believe as well. But it's interesting, isn't it, that it's all centered there? I, I find that interesting. I mean, it's. The best city in Australia. I mean, there's no question about that. <laughs> Perhaps there's nothing else to do but play PlayStation. I don't know, but you know, it, it, it could be it could be one of these things. Okay, that's that's interesting because that that uh, that game is a massive a massive grind. I pulled a couple out of your list that I'd like to ask you about, if that's okay. Yeah, go for it. Now, I'd like to start with Neo. So this is a you know this is a game that you don't see traditional trophy hunters playing because this is kind of very tough. Well, I mean, it's a Souls like, and I'm all about those types of games. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yes, you're just putting me in my place. I like that. Now, look, I, I agree. But, uh, you know, I, I got a feeling when I was going through your list, like, I mean, you, you have eclectic taste, like you, you play, you know, some big RPGs or whatever else. But then then you the, these sort of games, the Souls games, how do you do, do you enjoy these games as well? I mean, these are quite, I find these quite hard to get into. I'm in love with them. So being that I played back in the PS3 days, I played Demon Souls. I got the platinum for that in all four regions. I completely, ah, okay. completely fell in love. And then Dark Souls came out and it was brilliant. And from there, I was pretty much hooked onto playing every single Souls-like. I believe there's a couple of other small ones that I haven't really done, but for the main FromSoft ones, like I'll, I'll do it. I'll do every everything. Okay, that, that's cool. Now, I, I want to I switch gears here a little with Civilization Six. So I know mm. this is a this is a favorite of our, one of our Patreon producers, Olsero, uh, also from Australia as well, although you know not from Melbourne, ironically. And uh, he's part of this as well. Now this is, I mean, this has got to be a throwback to your PC days, surely. Did you did you play the Civ series way back in the day? Yeah, definitely. I played how many hundreds and hundreds of hours in Civ Four, mm. and then not as many in Civ Five, but back in the day, Civ Four was was my jam. And it was definitely a throwback to that. I was curious to see how well it performed on PlayStation. So it was all right for the most part. Yeah. Can I can can I follow up on that though? How is the UI in it for a console? Not bad. Uh, it's manageable. It's not ridiculously annoying to to navigate. My only issue with it, as you get later on in the games, the turns and the AI seems to churn away a bit more to play out their their moves. So there can be a little bit of a wait, you know, compared to the PC version, which is perhaps running through things to be quicker. But no, it controls better than I thought it would. Okay, that's interesting. This is also a game that has a stack of DLC, doesn't it? Oh yeah, there's there's a lot to it. <laughs> Quite expensive. Not touching that exactly. <laughs> no, so, well, I, think, I, I think got it, that amount of money. No, I I think it launched the the expansion was more than the game or something, or at least the same price. It was a. Uh... With all the DLC, it's crazy. But anyway, you know, it, look, it is it is what it is, I suppose. Now, look, this is a totally selfish thing, but then this show is a bit of an is a bit of a selfish show as well for me. I want to ask about Black Desert. This is a oh, game. Oh, okay, I, yeah. I, I hope you talk about this. They're good. Well, you, you, it's not a surprise <laughs> if you if you know me that I would ask. This is a game that I don't hear a lot about or whatever else. It has a really bizarre trophy list as well. I think perhaps I mean you can you can let me know here, but I think perhaps it it falls down the final fantasy 14 where it's a bit of a generic trophy list for an otherwise excellent game is that uh what is this game like is it good well it's it's mostly a pc fan base i'd say being mm. you know, a pretty big mmo i believe it's korean and that's how i got into it playing it a little bit on pc and then came to console so i'd already liked it and knew that i i would enjoy it but yet yeah, it is a very i'll say basic trophy list you basically have to level up um, get commendations which is like you stuff you can get by dailies uh, you have to level up some life skills that's that's where the grind comes in and i can get into a bit more detail about that if you'd like but let's let's just say the platinum took about 700 hours and i'm doing it again <laughs> yes i i know the european stack and a north american stack and yeah i'm putting myself through it a second time Okay, no, so I would like to, if it's okay, I would like to spend a little bit of time in this game uh, with you, only because I said it's, it's hard to find anyone that, that's played it. I mean, I know, I know, you know, there are, there are many or whatever else on PC, but there, aren't, there isn't many really on, on console, uh, or definitely not many that have platted it as well. So now when you say 700 hours, uh, how much of this can be done AFK? Or is this sort of, you know, 700 hours of actually there uh, doing it? 
Well, you can pretty much the only thing you actively need to do is leveling up and getting the commendations. Theoretically, you can AFK or you can do all of the horse training. That's what I did. That's not too much of a level up and grind. It's a reasonable amount of time to get it, even with just running it on running it overnights. But theoretically, you can do all the fishing, which is the the big big grind. You could do it all, but it's very very inefficient. Not, not to make a little joke there. Um, <laughs> actively playing it, you're going to get it months and months faster. It's it really drops off how how well AFK works for it. But you, you theoretically could you could just have it on your system for a whole year and just have it open overnight and chipping away at it. Okay, that I, I, I would. I would do that. Okay. So with these MMOs, like, you know, I'm not adverse to the MMO, you know, playing 14 continuously uh, on and off. But uh, the reason I like 14 is that there's a story, you know, it's a very, very clear main main story quest that goes along with the game. It's very fleshed out through all the expansions. Is this one, does this one have a story quest to the same degree? Or is this more of just like a, a living in the world and doing these random fishing and horse trainings and relations and all this type of thing? I, I think there was a bit of one, but I can't say I p- paid that much attention to it. I don't think it really captivated me at the start that much. Yeah. Um, whereas Final Fantasy fourteen, like you said, excellent story, and I followed that completely throughout. But this was more just a just a mindless like let's just play and mm-hmm. enjoy it sort of thing. Yeah, that's cool. Like a busy work type thing. Yeah, yeah no, I, I like that. So now that you've played it, and I mean, you're, you're almost, you've almost played it a second time. What sort of tips could you give anyone that was starting out on their, their gaming and trophy journey in this game? Is there some advice you'd give them from the start? I would say wait a couple weeks and I'll have some videos out that might explain all of this stuff. Because <laughs> yes, there have been a few people that have asked me in my Discord and I've sent them a little write-up and I think it'd be better if I could show some footage and um, you know, visually show people okay here's here's how to set up some stuff here's what you need so i'd say be patient and you might find some more information out there because yeah being a very very dominant fan base on pc there's a shitload of information out there but when it comes to trophies specifically Mm. you've got to really sift through everything that's out there to get to what's going to be relevant just for you and how you can go about it because there'll be people talking about oh best ways to uh, maximize money, etc. how to craft and stuff. You've got to just focus in on what you've got to do. And I mean, there is information out there, but I think it's, it's very scattered in, in parts. So to just yeah. have it one place like for the trophies, just, just think about this. It's a very overwhelming game. Just think about this. Okay. That, that's a good point. Now there, there's not a, a subscription per se in this game, is there, but there is a lot of no, it's one-time purchase. Yeah, but there is a lot of, uh, I think they're companions and different things you can buy. Are any of this stuff really necessary? Yes, there there is an in-game shop and I can't remember off the top of my head because you do, there are, are two types of currencies. You get the ones that you pay for and I think there's another one that you you accumulate through other means, but there there are some experience boosts you can buy and some... I believe they're player packs or value packs, I should say. I think that's that's the one, what they're called, value packs you can get. I can't remember, again, if that's from, like, the purchased ones or if you can get it through these other points. But it's it's mostly cosmetic, but there are a couple of little boosts that you can get throughout all of that. It's not necessary, though. Like, you can, you can obviously do it without, but it helps if you can get it. 
thank you for that because as I said, it's 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 hard. I haven't found anyone uh, to talk about that game yet, so that's very interesting. And I do I do look forward to those videos. We, we can touch on where we could find those uh, uh, towards the end if you like. Now I have to ask though, at seven hundred hours, is that the longest platinum you've you've put in? I'm trying to think of any game that could be longer. Yeah, I, I'd say it would. It'd probably be the longest one. I mean, I've done many that have taken one to two hundred hours, but yeah, yeah, I think it would be. I mean, Final Fantasy fourteen. I can't remember how long that took me, but that would that would come come close, or or maybe I don't know. I can't remember how long that took me, but I know, I know there was a big big grind in that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. And then look, we'll, we'll shuffle on here because I'm very conscious of, of making you talk so much. I know. <laughs> no. I stream for 40 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're like me. You're good at bullshitting and filling the air. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> what I've got to ask just before we move on, because you opened the door on on the Dark Souls games or on the, the Souls Pawns games as well. Uh, we have a bit of a Patreon program here where people can nominate games and uh, some bastard has decided to nominate Bloodborne for me. So what do I need to know going in to, to this Souls game, being being a unskilled gamer that I am? It's cliche, is this sounds prepared to die a lot. Don't be discouraged. Yes. <laughs> it, it all just takes practice and there'll be... You know, there's many different weapons, many different builds you can make. It would just be about finding finding the style for you, a more works best for you. Like, there's plenty of um, information you can look up for easy builds or whatever, but it will come down to what works for you. And it's just a matter of persistence, and you yeah. you can get it. If I mean, it's hard. Like, it's it's really hard. I would rate it as one of the harder ones. Like, I'd, uh, I'd say Dark Souls, that particular series, is one of the easier ones of the soul likes and bloodborne is definitely on the harder end there's just a couple bosses that make it pretty pretty crazy but just persist yeah so i'd like to thank at this point i'd like to thank patreon producer t-bird for nominating that game that's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun it's obviously a lot of fun for me luckily i have multiple controllers to throw at the wall we'll move on because i'm very interested in getting to this this topic here well topic thing with all the the uh the, the streaming and stuff like that in a moment. We've already talked man eater. So look, listeners, I'll just dump just uh, just one or two things on you this week. Nothing, nothing majorly exciting. The golf with your friends. I don't know if this would interest you, uh, Bliss. Here, a mini golf game. I do not care about golf at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the this is great. <laughs> you know. <laughs> this is like crazy mini golf so you know it's like there's obstacles all over the place well, and, if, and stuff depending like. on what you could tell me about the trophies maybe i could be convinced but well look you may be interested because it's going to be a skill plat here there, there was a rumor that you know golf and skill not coming out. <laughs> there was a rumor that you could watch a video you know and it would show you the angles and stuff and that would be true but there, there are i think eight to ten courses and some of them get pretty involved so i'm sure i'm sure a video would help you but i think I mean, it's it's not very you know. There's still there's still a lot of margin for error or whatever else. So I think you know you might almost be better off to figure it out out yourself. The ninety percent of the trophy list is is easy or whatever else you know. And there there are you know thousand shots, five hundred shots, and birdies and all this sort of stuff, which you can you can easily farm on the holes. But the the challenging trophy will definitely be on every course. You have to you have to finish in par, which is around uh, fifty fifty shots. So 
not not every hole is a is a par two. If you're if you're a, you know if you're a seasoned mini golfer, you'll be shocked by that. There are some par fives in there as well. But I mean, the problem is it's also not like uh, the it's eluding me now. The other three D mini golf, I think, which I don't think really had too many crazy obstacles. This one you have to jump off the course and then jump over you know off a cliff and to get to the other part of the course. And there's a, there's a lot of shit going on here. The the controls do work do work very well. I still think it's a bit average in its uh i mean it's indie anyway so it's a bit average in its graphic and its outlook i think it comes in around 20 or 25 australian so for 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 the price it, there's plenty of gameplay there's what do we got here we've got some you got this dunk mode you've got a hockey mode as well that puts a goalie in front of the hole so there's an online mode as well so you can you can play local or or multiplayer online so there, there's plenty there for the price or whatever else but but be warned i think that the trophies for the plat will be will be quite quite challenging and then uh, it, i don't know now Bliss, i noticed that you're, you're not adverse to playing the regional store game either here you've got plenty of asian stacks and yeah yeah i'll, I'll get all the all the region stacks absolutely have you come across a game called circuits at all uh, from a year or two ago i, I think i have it written down I've got, I've got this massive list of all the stuff <laughs> i need to go back and do i think i've got it written down in there somewhere yeah, well, look, I would I would recommend this game, particularly if you have any you know interest in sort of music or whatever, more so digital digital music, uh, you know, so it's modern at least. Listeners, you know, it's not old like this classical stuff. We, I promise we won't go on a rant on that today. Uh, you know, it's not it's not the conversation hour. Like uh, that'll be later. But uh, so so the reason I bring this game up is there's already an NA stack of this game uh, by East Asia Soft. The Asian stack it dropped just recently this week. Uh, in fact, a separate stack for PS. So, so what it is, if you're not familiar with it, is it's basically like it's almost like a DJ mixing program, if if you think of it that way. In that you have a series of loops down the bottom of the screen. Now the song shows where the loops or shows places for loops, and you have to decide where the loops go. Now you can play the track and listen to it as many times as you like. So you're sort of matching the loop. So it sounds really easy, but as the game progresses, there are multiple layers. It can be up to sort of three to four layers uh, happening at once. So you do need to listen very carefully. There, there is a way to split the layers, but of course, Bliss, there's a trophy for not splitting the layers because, you know, <laughs> why, would you, why would you do that, you know, to make it easier? Hmm. But there is a video. If you do get stuck, there is a. There are two video, excellent video guides. Uh, one that breaks it down, uh, just the song down slowly, but then also that one breaks it down note uh, by note individually by Velvet, a uh, friend of the show, Velvet. So th- that is a great way to do it if you get stuck. Uh, there's only 25 levels, so I think it, it could comfortably be done in an hour or two. The only issue with the loops are that they're, they're put in random orders down the bottom, so you can't, you know, follow the video guide uh, move by move. You still have to use your ears and you still have to listen. If Again, this is a perfect game that if you are going to do it, and Bliss, this probably shocks you and disgusts you, but this is the perfect game to do at the same time, uh, play two at once, because you're going to obviously save a lot of time if you're, if you're matching the songs up as you go and moving forward. But, you know, that's it. I think it's like 38 HK as well. So it's very, it's, it's very manageable. And then, you know, just because it looks like I play garbage, well, I'm not going to say garbage. I play, I play <laughs> shorter stuff. It looks like. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're being very tame. I thought, I thought you might've shot for, well, a few um, I'm holding back a little bit on shooting on you because there's going to be a lot more to come. I look, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it, but look, I'll throw, I'll throw out something a little bit long. So having recently finished Persona 5 Royale, just make a note of that bliss. Uh, there is oh, some. Yeah, that, that's, actually a shock like 
It was a shock to me too, I can tell you. <laughs> the game that never ends. So, uh, you know, I went on this Japanese kick or whatever else, and I, and I so I decided to pick up the new uh, Sakura Wars. I don't have any experience with this series. This is, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with this. Felicity. No, I, I don't um, have any experience with that. Yeah, so in original form, they were um, they were turn-based games. They've now been turned into to Musou games, for the combat at least. But the combat's really a minor part of this game. It is definitely a, it's a, definitely, definitely a Japanese, you know, sort of a housewife, if you like, sort of a bit of an intimate, you know, relationship-type game or whatever else. It's lovely with all the girls. And, and a one, a very handsome gentleman, at least, very handsome. And, of course, he's trying to romance while he's trying to, you know, run everything as well. So a lot of it's to do with text choices or whatever else to build affinity yeah yeah it's it's good because a lot of these games the answer is always really obvious uh what builds the affinity in this game uh, what i like about this game is the, the women uh characters they're very empowered which is fantastic to see in an anime game sometimes they're you know it's very male fan service and yes there's there is definitely that but but they're very strong characters and quite often the right answer is not the one you'd expect they they don't want to be bullshitted and if, if you do you'll actually hear the the affinity drop and what's great is when the affinity rises it plays a scale going up but when it falls it plays a scale going down so it's very it's very obvious that you've you've done it it's a basically eight chapter game don't go in expecting it to be a short experience i think it's around 40 hours or so each chapter feels comfortably in the sort of three to four hour range and i think depending on how you play there, there might be one and a half playthroughs it's possible you could do it in one but you know who would do that you'd have to you'd have to obsess over a guide who well, was a waste of time mm. Who would do that? <laughs> One of the great things I like about this game, Bliss, and I think more of these longer-ish games need to do this, is there are collectibles, but if you don't find them in your first playthrough, they're actually marked on the map in your second playthrough, so they're, they're much easier to find the second time, which I, I like that. I love that. <laughs> yes, yes. It, it should be standard. And, oh, I've had this discussion many times with people, like what are your most hated types of trophies and collectibles always? pop up in some form yeah that's right they, they do they do so i mean I, I like that a lot there is there is like all these japanese games there's a wonderful mini game here that involves uh, i've never never heard of it before it's called koi koi or something and it involves it, it's sort of like a matching game if you like matching the pictures but but there are tricks you have to take and they're all different things and of course not being japanese i don't, I don't know the the order of the tricks and stuff so I, for that i'm sort of you know i started with a guide and i thought i'll just wing it and just click around and see what happens and it, it potentially that could be a tough trophy for the platinum if you're if you're not familiar with that game but my understanding that game is throughout the yakuza series so if you have played any of those games or platinum them you'll be you'll be right at play one one of um the yakuza games uh, six song of life i think that's the one. Oh yes yeah did you enjoy that yeah i did but uh i don't know if i enjoyed it enough to commit to the entire series yes but yeah it was decent yeah i liked i liked of what i played of six i think I would recommend you go back and play Zero, but then I then I, I say that with bated breath because then you'll probably feel you need to plat it, which is a oh yeah is not a not a fun experience. But the game itself is fun if you can if you can avoid that 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 part of it or whatever else. But yeah, look, I know this Secure Awards it's a full price game or whatever, but look, it's very polished. I know there's some people sitting on the fence. Problem as always with these Japanese games are they very rarely get discounted, so you know you'll you'll have to you'll have to decide there, but. Look, that's a that's enough. That's enough games, Bliss. I think that's more than enough. You know, let's just push that over there because I I'm, I have a feeling you're gonna you're gonna find many more. So we will, we'll leave that to well, you. Well, I mean, we'll, that, that just gives me some ideas of 
have some other, other little games I can oh, look, there's so, branch there's, out there's, into. There's so much, there's so much ammunition. So what we're referring to, listeners, is is a bit of a trophy roast. So I'll let Bliss talk here. This is something that she started up. Uh, she's very, very good at it as well. And this comes off the back of, I don't know, a month or two ago, you know, I put out there that that I might do some of this. And, and we actually got got a few people come in. I did Red Beard Rick and then Bliss. What I realized is it's a lot harder than you think. So to yeah. do. So I, I sort of it's, I it's a bit of a challenge. It is. I sort of stopped then doing it. But I want to hear about you. How are you finding the experience of doing this? Do you enjoy it? Yeah, I, I love it. I think it's a really great idea to you know get more people involved. Like Twitch is all about the community. That's why people stick around, you know, and to keep building stuff and doing sort of community things like this. I think really benefited. And it's really fun for me. And I've never done YouTube stuff before. So it's a massive, massive learning experience. And so each video I'll, I'll tweak a few things and get some feedback for it. Um, but I really love doing the roasts. I am going to be making a few bigger changes for your one, which is going to be released in a week, uh, eight days, eight days time. Uh, so I am making a few, a few changes for that one. It will be a bit different format to others, but I think, I think it's going to suit you a lot better. Oh. <laughs> going to really really target you just just a bit more well it'll highlight a few things that we're going to talk about excellent because one of one of the, the the things that came out after i i made a feeble attempt at one was that someone really needed to do my list and really brutally as well because there, there is so much ammunition so I'm, I'm i'm glad you're doing that. i'm glad you made some changes because there's a ridiculous number of games there and you know if you took like one percent of them i think that would be more than enough yeah if if i was to do it in the same sort of format as i'd done the other ones like I it would be hours long so I am picking and choosing a lot that I want to talk about but I think that's sort of the best way to tackle your list compared to some other people yeah I, I look forward to that. now I want to ask you about not not mine in general but just just your approach with these so we've had we've had the wonderful lawless llama on a few times now his approach to these is is doing he does a very you know substantial sort of almost deep dive if you like some of these things run on for hours or whatever else uh which is, is wonderful I suppose you know you could be playing a game and, and watching it I think I think maybe that's what happens or something and and he really he really gets in there but but overall he's he's a very positive reviewer of that what what is your are you are you looking for more the traditional roasting style where you, you get into someone or are you are you you know a balance or what's your your goal it's a bit of a balance like i'll, I'll start out with it'll, like it'll be a fair assessment like i'll start out with like picking apart some stuff that perhaps some fails in there but yeah if they've done something that's been good yeah I'll, I'll point it out but at the end i do like to give advice like if this were my backlog this is how i would tackle it this is what I would do first. This is going to be the easiest to do. If you are to do this, then make sure you do this, this, and this as well as part of it. Uh, so I do like to have the balance of um, giving some advice because I do, like, obviously these people are, are viewers and it would be beneficial for them to, to actually, you know, know what to tackle next. I had this whole trophy competition that centered around uh, people completing their backlogs and it all spawned from one person who has an awful, awful backlog. <laughs> I, I like it. So yeah, that that's what sort of inspired a few of these things. Yeah. Now we'll, we'll get onto your, your streaming in a second, but how would, I mean, are you taking submissions for people if they'd like to be, be involved in and have a roast done of their profile or how does that work? Yeah. So, so far there's only one way to do it just because I didn't want it to be a complete free for all and to be overwhelmed. Hmm. So right now the only method I have to that I need to think of other ways to get people involved outside of Twitch, but I've got the Twitch channel points. So there'll, there's an option to you know save up your points and 
redeem one to add you, add, you, add yourself to to the waiting list. There's also a second option which will give you um, a yearly review. So you'll get your initial video, and then in a year's time, I'll revisit your list and see if you've picked up your game or you're still falling into into your same old ways again. So there is two options for people, but mm. that's that's the only way currently. I would like to think of some other ways that people can get involved. So if you have any ideas, please let me know. There's four people right now on the waiting list. I know a couple of people are saving up some points, but yeah, I do them every two weeks just since there's very little mm. on the list. But once it picks up and I get a few few more on the list, we'll start doing them weekly perhaps. Yeah, it's fantastic. You, you be careful what you wish for. I think I mentioned this before. <laughs> These things, they start off small and then they explode and you'll have a massive list. <laughs> but but well, that, yeah. that's, a, that's a good, a good I, thing. I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting better. This whole YouTube thing is becoming a lot more efficient than it was at the start. So um, perhaps <laughs> oh, it won't yes. be too bad to have a bit more. And yeah, my videos, I, I keep them short, sort of 10 to 13, 14 minutes. It's meant to be mm. just sort of a bit quicker, keep you interested, not to go into complete detail about every single trophy every single game you've got it's just meant to be a little overview bit bit funny i do a rating at the end which isn't like a out of 10 thing it's sort of a custom rating oh, i like that i like that now i think this will lead us into your streaming and, and perhaps perhaps you know explain a little bit more about about yourself and your gaming and i thank you for letting me bring this up this is is something that you wrote on psn profiles uh you know a few months ago or something and the reason i bring this up Liz, is it's not the first time we've talked about mental health and different things with gamers we've done i mean we've done way back with afraid of the folly we did a fantastic a fantastic look into it and then we've touched on it you know i've, I've talked about on the show you know some of my issues as well and seeing psychiatrists and things like that in the past i'm a very big advocate for 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 talk on this subject because i know that in the the gaming community there there are there are many people doing you know living amazing lives but i know there are there are many of us too that that are are dealing with many different issues and and gaming really helps us and and often in the gaming it can be difficult to to know or to to meet these people and to know what other people are going through sometimes it depending on what you're playing and particularly if you're not streaming it you know you, you can you can feel isolated and and feel that you're you're alone and that that's definitely not not the case at all in in my experience so so with your indulgence here please i'll just read what you wrote and then maybe we'll just talk a little about it if that's okay yeah, go for it. So you put here, uh, because along, uh, th- this was to do, listeners, overall, it was, uh, the topic here was, what have you gained from trophy hunting? So a hell of a lot of cheap, short plats uh, would be my answer, I suppose. But Bliss had a, a proper answer to this question here. Uh, so Bliss here has, because along with bi- bipolar, I have ADHD, and so I hyper-focus on things. Just so happens that it is trophy hunting. Moving from game to game means I'm getting constant stimulation and constant reward. I also like the bragging rights. <laughs> you then go on to say, yeah. I mean, this is, this is a wonderful dig. I'm not like most others in the top 200 that uh, only play one-hour platinums, as you've, as you've already said. I have uh, so much pride in the fact that I have 69 ultra-rare platinums plus countless rare and uncommon ones. Trophy hunting has allowed me to develop my Twitch channel and push me onwards and upwards as I share all my trophy hunting experience. And um, we'll get into that last part uh, in a moment. So, it, so it... Gaming is is a very positive influence for you. That's what I take. Is that, is that yeah, correct? um, for sure. Like people such as myself with uh, similar issues can very very easily slip down a dark path. And I think trophy hunting, having something that's not destructive to focus on, helps a lot, and can be a sort of escape. And, and yeah, like, like I mentioned, it's 
I can really, really hyper focus on things. And the, also the constant, like moving from game to game means that I'm not getting bored at all. I've always got a new challenge. So it, it, when my mind is running a million miles an hour, it, it helps to have all these things to go to that I, I, I can occupy all those million thoughts with. Yeah, I like that. Now, you know, you, you, you've you built, you know, a community yourself as well. Do you do you find like that helps as well, the, the, the people around you that you're meeting and stuff like that? I mean, is that, is that, is that almost, I, I don't want to say equally, but I mean, in some ways, do, do you find that, that the gaming is enhanced because of that? Is that what's helping you as well? Yeah, absolutely. Like it helps so much to have a great community around. Like I was talking on stream the other night how I'd had a few rough days and I was just like brutally honest with people. I was just telling them how I felt and stuff and they, they were very supportive. And we even had, I'm not going to mention their name, but we had a viewer that was having a rough time themselves. And um, at some point, uh, many, many hours into the stream, they said, I've got to take off for a bit, but thank you. Uh, I feel a lot better having come here than I did before. It's like obviously not perfect, but uh, I feel a lot better. And, you know, that made me really happy that we can have such a positive place and people can talk about, not in detail if they don't want to, but they can talk about what they're going through and we can all sort of just make it a bit better for each other. I, I like that sentiment. I, I have to ask here because I find a lot of people that are in some form of content creation or another are generally people pleasers. They they almost bend over backwards to make other people happy. In in effect, perhaps that makes them happy. Are you are you one of these people? I mean, I do like to make other people happy, but I'm not going to completely bend over backwards and cater to everyone's uh, wishes. I like to stick to myself as much as possible, and you know, where I can, I'll see what I can do. But I'm not going to start up a all right. Let's start up a therapy session. Let's get into your stuff. Like, just keep it pretty casual. Yeah, so it's like a, a pleasant distraction. I like that. Yeah. 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 A companionship. Yeah, that's cool. Now, look, I, I don't want to dwell on this path, but it needs to be said. There is elements of the trophy community that are extremely toxic. I mean, gamers in general as well. Does that does that bother you? I mean, you know, it, it, or are you are you able to keep away from that? Or does that concern you, I suppose, with the issues? Well, I mean, you're going to get toxic people anywhere. And as long as they're not coming after me personally, I can sort of just ignore it acknowledge that it exists and just move on do my own thing but as soon as people start like in general um, if i get toxic people in it's like uh, i just kind of laugh it off and like just rip into them like it, it doesn't phase me if if that stuff were to happen but you know, like it's obviously obviously awful and i wish that yeah you know, it didn't even happen in the first place but i mean yeah you get toxic people everywhere Thank you for that. I did, I, as I said, I didn't want to dwell on it, but it is it is nice to to touch and and have the transparency there, and also someone that is so confident to talk about it as well. So I do, I do. Oh yeah, I do. You should hear some of the shit we talk about on stream. Wow, there's, there's nothing held back there. Yeah, yeah. There's few clips of it if if you're interested. <laughs> you, can, you can get some insights there. I, I do appreciate that. Let's let's move to Twitch now. First off, I, I want to ask, what draws you to to streaming games? What do you like about it? Well, I lost my job last year and I was curious to see if I could like it took a long shot like what if streaming could be my thing like let's just try this out if it's not for me you know I'll continue searching for jobs but I completely fell in love with it it's such a fun way to share a game like there'll be times that I'm frustrated in a game like I mentioned before Holly Knight I got to a point where I was just too frustrated but there'll be times where I'm struggling in a game frustrated or whatever and having people to 
um, talk to and distract and even get help from, uh, it, it makes it a, a lot, it's a much nicer experience. Whereas if I was at home by myself, just I'd be getting angry, I'd be yelling, I'd be swearing constantly. I'd, I wouldn't be enjoying it. But if I'm, I'm there with people, it, it just helps with everything. And I, I like that part. It's really just enhanced gaming for me, like being able to play with people as well. Like sure, I in Neo, let's uh, let's go do this boss. All right, there you go. A couple of people that have put their hand up. Yeah, let's jump in and do it together. Rather than you know, I'm, I'm sure you know about this, but finding boosting partners for like certain ridiculous online trophies, like you know, you post in the forums or whatever, ask a few friends. Mm. It can be a bit of a waiting game to see if anyone responds. But yeah, having some of this stuff like on demand, like cool, you're playing this game too. Like yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I mean that 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 makes perfect sense. So on the flip side, then, what do you dislike about streaming? Does it does it do Do you feel anxious when you play? See, I I think having someone watch me would be terrifying. I mean, I'm terrified watching myself play half the time. So it, 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 does it does it enhance your performance when you play? Do you think, or does it hinder? It? Um, I I I think a slight hindrance just being the fact that I I do have to you know read the chat, pay attention to that and like viewer interaction, massive, massive part of it. And that's what people enjoy. So there, okay, there is a joke. Uh, there is a meme, a copy pass or something that someone made. Don't read chat or horse goes splat. Uh, this was in Red Dead too. So I'd, I'd be um, you know, riding about, I'd look, look over at the chat and oh, suddenly I'm falling off a cliff or into a tree and my horse is dead. I'm flying through the air. So yeah, don't read chat or horse goes splat. That, that gets spammed a bit and it's, progress into other games don't reach out something 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 so it, it's become a bit of a meme at this point and in that regard yes it sometimes does hinder um, the gaming but it's funny it's yeah it's like if you're talking pure like trophy efficiency gaming efficiency yeah slight hindrance but it's um it's got its value at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Now, now you've, you've also gone on to say here, which look, I, I, I love here. I plan to be the unquestionable leader of trophy hunting on Twitch, which is, I, I love confidence. Well, <laughs> I, I give everything It's either zero or a hundred with me and I want to be the go-to place because I think I've got a lot of experience. Mm. Obviously I haven't played every single game and I'm, only, only like top 200, only. I mean, there's some people better than me, but I, I do want to be, yeah, the go-to place that people can come to and get good insight into trophies, see it being done firsthand, see me doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And yeah, just be, when, when people think of trophy hunting, they, they come come to my channel. So I want to ask you here about this. So look, I, you know, as the listener knows, I look, I know next to nothing about how Twitch works other than just logging on and watching people, but I don't, I don't know how, how all the systems and things work. So a word that I came across months ago, someone said a variety streamer because they play a lot of different things. I don't know if that's a, ter- yes. if that's the correct term. So what, what I, I mean, how do you decide being, being a trophy hunting streamer, I, assuming you, you only streaming games that have trophies as we've sort of said, but how do you decide yes. what games I mean, are all games good for streaming or how do you know? Well, the way I'm looking at it, obviously I'm doing it for for fun, first and foremost. Like it's always has to be a fun Mm. thing, but I am trying to make it into something. I think I've sort of proven myself over the last few months that I have built up something pretty good already and I could potentially keep it progressing going upwards. So there is that part of me that has to be a little bit strategic about it. There'll be some games that Mm. there'll be no one watching. So maybe you'd 
not want to stream those games. You'd play something that has a bit more of an audience, a bit more interest behind it, but there's also playing something that has too much interest. Like you'd never want to stream as a smaller streamer, uh, Call of Duty or League of Legends. You're going to be, there's thousands and thousands of people to sift through to find your channel, most likely down the bottom if you are very, very new and small. So there is some element of um, strategy behind it. And that is definitely something that goes into my choice of game. But it's always about a game that's going to be interesting to watch, interesting to play. I'm not going to do something purely, purely for the um, attention, except for Maneater. That was a good opportunity. I couldn't pass that up. And it was a good game in the end. <laughs> but yeah, there is there is some um, strategy behind it. Okay. Now, you, 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 you keep a very firm schedule, I believe, because one of the great things about Twitch is, you know, being, being an old man, I have to do a regular job. It sort of sucks, you know, but that's life. And, you know, so often I'm working and you, you seem to start about two o'clock in the afternoon here, the email comes yeah. through, and you seem to do it most days. So, so that, that is correct, I think. You, you keep a firm schedule. And how important is that? Yeah, a schedule is super important. People want to know that they don't they not necessarily everyone has notifications on they'll have you know a schedule to their own lives and if they know you're coming on at a particular time then you know when they when they come to watch something they they know I'm there so a schedule is very important but obviously I do random streams at different times and I do stream until platinum so if I'm really close to getting platinum we'll just say fuck it let's let's just stream until I get it. And that spawned some really long overnighters. Doom 3 took about 16 hours. Neo 1, Neo 2, two took about 17 to 18 hours. So they're really just like a off the cuff, like, <laughs> let's just go for it. And they do marathons. But yeah, for the most part, regular starts at yeah, about 2 p.m. Okay, that's excellent. Now, look, I'm going to take the cheap shot here. So, you know, if you if you choose to answer it or not, it is your choice. But, uh, you know, and, and call me what, whatever you will, it's a question that I'm still going to ask. Does it help to be a female on Twitch? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think it helps at all. People oh, okay. like to joke and think it helps. But for any benefit that you might receive, you get a lot more toxic people. So I don't think you have any advantage, whatever gender you have. I think you you just have to be good entertaining that's the only important thing i haven't seen any benefit from it myself okay now i want to i want to turn i mean what I, what i like about talking to you and you know in, in full disclosure we only reached out in the last week or so so this is this is the first time i've talked to you but but you you seem like a very positive person and you're, you're very positive about games and trophies which which interests me i think i think that's important but but how much like and you know you've, you've sold the schedule and stuff like this but how taxing is it how draining is it playing these long hours on twitch having people watching doing all this is it is it tough or is it all bliss and <laughs> bliss and that joy <laughs> you really had to make that joke <laughs> oh bliss but damn it um well there's been some games which i've played which i just haven't been enjoying and to stream it and to try to like because because people can you know they they see they see it all they they can tell when you're faking it and when you're trying to make something something it's not and i've played games that i have not enjoyed and i've had to say yeah look gonna end the stream a bit short i'm gonna play a different game now so that's when it gets a bit exhausting if i have to push through and play something that i'm not fully into but for the most part no i just love it i will do crazy long streams all the time just because i get so invested and it's so fun to me it's it's just it's just fun yeah that's that's wonderful and and where where to from here do you see yourself continuing are, are you happy the way it is or what, what are the yeah, plans ab- moving forward absolutely i want to keep things going up and up 
I'm about six months into streaming, so I'm still fairly new at it. But uh, obviously, I'm very competitive. I've looked at some sites which track progress, and I may have done a few comparisons between some other some, some peers of mine, and I've seen that I may have been doing pretty well for myself, given the time. So yeah, I want to continue going upwards and upwards, potentially reaching partner sometime this year, and yeah, continue to make it bigger and more sustainable. And yeah, with YouTube on side as well is something that I'm developing a bit more of than delving into. I, I like that. Now, if this doesn't bore you too much, can I ask you just a couple of technical questions? Because I know, yeah, go for I it. know some of our listeners like to stream. Obviously, not as a you know a structured thing; they just just do it as as they do. So, could you talk? And again, this is a, you know a little bit out of my wheelhouse, but just equipment setup. What 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 do you what are you using? What do you recommend? Well, at the at the bare minimum, all you need is like if you're playing PC games, you just have your your PC and you have your streaming software. If you're planning on playing on console, I mean, there is the option to stream directly off the console, but it's not that great. So you need a, a capture card. There's plenty of good ones out there. That's all you need is bare minimum. But if you want to add any kind of quality, you're going to need a good microphone. A face cam is pretty important. Lighting, overlays on your on your channel, channel descriptions. That's something I don't see people following too well. Like you go to some streamers' pages and you see blank blank panels there they haven't given any information about themselves that's a big turn off like if you're going to do it like make sure you fill that out it's very important there's lots of things that people notice and you won't notice notice it until you start looking at other people yeah there's lots of small things that you can do to really just give yourself a, a good quality setup right from the start that that being said you can go very expensive options in terms of like camera mics uh, lighting and stuff but there are some budget setups that can be decent and yeah, that's, that's pretty much all you need. Perfect. I know. I noticed uh, reading your Twitch page. I'm not sure if this is still the case, but at the time, a time you wrote, you you mentioned that you were using a Rode microphone. Fantastic Australian I microphone am. Uh, developer. Yeah, that's that's wonderful to hear. Yeah, they, they are they are they are great. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Now, the other question I want to ask, because sometimes I hear this and I, I wonder about this too, is how much do you have to talk on Twitch? Like, is it important to be talking the whole time? How do you how do you go about that? Well, I mean, people throw out a lot, of, a lot of advice and rules, and often this advice is coming from people that are also on the small side, like the Twitch subreddit. There's a lot of, there's not a lot of big partner streamers there, or even partner streamers in general. So you've got to take all this advice with a grain of salt. But you, you'd want to be talking most of the time, I'd say, unless you're super focused on a particularly hard bit in the game. People will be able to tell, like you're doing something challenging or whatnot, and need that focus, but. The important thing is you're not ignoring the chat. People come for the viewer interaction, especially when it is a smaller channel. So if you're missing people's comments too often, that, that's a big turnoff. So you want to be paying attention to the chat always and never never really have too long of dead air. Like the, You're fine to have some points of silence, but I, I find it pretty easy. Just keep talking. Just keep bullshitting. And if people in the chat say some stuff, like just bounce off them and you know keep the conversation flowing like I'll, I'll talk for hours and hours about stuff something funny happens like we get some troll that comes in and you know we ban them I rip them to shreds and then I rant about them I tell stories about all the other wonderful people we've met and you know everything just rolls into each other you can very easily get into a rhythm of talking at first if, if you're smaller you have to force it a bit and just talk about what you're doing talk about yourself and like pretend you're talking to people but as as you get some people chatting as long as you're paying attention to that it's very easy to talk, but there is definitely a point where it's 
you've got to really go really try. Like nothing is worse than coming to a channel, sitting there for five minutes and not hearing the streamer say a single word. How, how do you start as a viewer, start a conversation off that? You, they're not really giving anything to you to start things off with. Like you can say hi, but how, where do you, where do you go from that? Like, how are you? It gets pretty basic. You've got to have something to bounce off as well on the other side of things. It's interesting because the more the more I do this, the more I realize that that some people are natural talkers, and I think we've been I've been very lucky so far that that the majority of the, of our guests are. And, and one of the things that I notice, and and predominantly because they are they are creatives themselves, whether they on the dev side or on the the gamer side or the content creator side, so they they're used to stimulating a conversation. And I, I I don't know I don't know whether how you feel I mean this is getting a little sidetracked whether that's a skill you learn or whether maybe that's just a skill you have I'm not sure but that that seems to be a constant that I see in people. Do you find you're just naturally that way, therefore it's easy to do, or do you have to to push yourself to be like that? Well, <laughs> that's interesting because in real life I'm not really someone that's going to have the conversation that dominates the room and mm. be always. You know, quick to come up with come up with stuff on spot and be talking to everyone and all that kind of thing but streaming uh, it's weird that it comes naturally to me it's it's <laughs> yeah. crazy how I didn't expect it to come naturally and I thought it would just be like I didn't even know what to think about it but it's just sort of happened and uh, it's been great for some people yeah it can be a force like though they will be sitting there and in silence because they don't know what to say they've never talked to themselves before but yeah i i would like playing games i would talk to myself all the time i talked to my fiance and she'd be she'd be very very patient at times with what i was saying yes but yeah i would talk to myself all the time and i guess that's why it's sort of come across into streaming yeah well my partner says bliss that i have uh, my, my best conversations are with myself oh know? yeah so for sure. I, I, I agree with that <laughs> yeah. so i agree with that now, I, because you you mentioned it and, and we're sort of wrapping out of this but it always intrigues me now now you've built a community so when you, you go on there are probably already people there ready to watch or so but when you when you started out and i see this a little bit you, you log on and there might not be anyone else watching i mean there might be people lurking but the thing says nobody how how do you you know, handle that? I mean, are you talking then? Are you creating? Like once you have four, five, 10, 20, whatever people you have there, hundreds or whatever, I, I, I understand that it, it flows as you say, but in those early stages, when you're starting out, how do you, how do you push through that? Well, like I said, it can be a big hurdle for some people to start to, you know, just talk to themselves out of nothing and not have anything to bounce off. So I think the important thing is whether you are like that or are able to talk to yourself is just to get your friends and family involved like they don't have to commit and be lifelong um, every stream viewers and whatnot but just ask them for a couple weeks or months of like not even every day just infrequent time for them to pop by and to you know just chat to you make some conversation give yourself practice so I think it's good to have yeah, a few friends help you out for a little bit if you have friends of course I no no judgment yeah. <laughs> I don't have many <laughs> um, but yeah I'd, yeah I'd get my yeah. fiance in here and she'd be talking and stuff and yeah, it just keeps you practice at, you know, bouncing off of other conversations and, you know, rolling with that, expanding on it, talking about yourself. Whereas if you have no one there, it can be very hard to start something out of nothing if you're, if you're not that way inclined. Yeah. I think, yeah, absolutely get some, get some help until, until you start getting those regular viewers. I like that. Yeah. As I, as I said earlier, it's, it's wonderful to speak to you because you are, you are so positive and I can feel the energy in your voice. It's infectious. I think, you know, you, you get, you get drawn into it. So I'm sure that helps uh, as, as well. Well, yeah, when, when, when on the flip side, when 
someone who perhaps isn't so nice, you'll see that NG in other ways. <laughs> yes, we, well. we have a name and shame section of my Discord. <laughs> if you encounter any kind of any kind of troll, feel free to post about them there, and we'll we'll mock them for all eternity. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Now, look, uh, this uh, again, you know, uh, this is, is definitely not a cheap shot in any way. This is is something someone reached out to me a while ago, and they 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 were putting together an event, like a, a trophy event or something else. And I mean, it's not really important, but the the the, the premise of it was that it was going to be just female gamers. And they said, do you do you have you had any female gamer guests, or do you do you know many female gamers? Because you know, the, as you know, Bliss, some some men like to pretend they're women online, oh, or something, yes. which is is a whole I don't I don't know a whole other. Bizarre, you know, what do you do you, I suppose. Whatever whatever works for you is fine. Whatever makes you happy. That's right, that's right. But you know, so she was trying to trying to do that and said, Do you know any? And I said, Look, you know, one of the things doing this is like I'm always looking out for female gamers, but and and again, I don't I don't not prejudice in any way, but it just seems the nature of trophies that I run into a lot more guys, you know, and that's probably a flaw in myself for not not finding the right ones or whatever else. Do you like and do you feel that yourself as well? I mean, it's it's wonderful to speak to you, and you know, we've had Mindy and there's there are uh, Velvet and and Eigen. There are there are a lot of female females gaming. I know this, but but they don't seem to have the presence in the trophy hunt. Now I'm not talking streaming here so much the trophy hunting. Yep community do you are you do you find that or am i misguided there well it comes into the fact that you talked about before if there's any benefit to being female i know you said that in terms of streaming but also if you're talking voice chat mm. to people and in general revealing yourself to be a female you get toxic people that will target that so i think a lot more um, women tend to not reveal themselves so there might be a lot more out there that sort of just keep to themselves but yes yeah, I, I can't say that I know a lot of women into trophy hunting. I, I know a couple that have um, become part of my community and, um, you know, they're wonderful people. But, yeah, it's – it's like I wouldn't assume anyone. Um, if I see a PSN name, like, it, it could be anyone. Yes. <laughs> they don't really give it too much thought, like – it, it really, it really could be. And look, listeners, I know we have some wonderful female listeners as well, but by all means, reach out and let me know your stories as well. Because I look, I, you know, I, I think Bliss, one of the problem is I'm almost gender neutral. I'm careful with my terminology here in that I don't, don't feel a bias in life in any way towards, towards either. I don't, you know, I don't propagate any sort of old fashioned stereotypes on either side of the, of the board. So it's, it's almost yeah, a, like at the end, uh, you're a gamer. That's exactly right. That's, that's it. So we really need to worry about like why get into anything more than that why make it complicated exactly yeah I, to I totally agree and it is it is one of the things that I'm conscious about because you know you you are what you represent or what you maybe you push out there as well as a, as a creator and you know I mean we're, we're deviating a little further here than than I than I wrote on the list or I expected to but one of the things I'm working with now is with someone because there is not a lot of um gay friendly content on this channel which is you know it, it's interesting for me obviously being a gay man it doesn't necessarily it's not something that I'd ever considered to be honest with you and then working with another well, it it's funny it's funny that it's funny that i'm on here now yes also yes but, but again as you say it's not the primary reason or anything like that it's just yeah see i just as, see everyone as gamers but someone mentioned it to me and they said like there's a lot of you know games that you know that, that push you know they're not pushing the agenda but they're, they're open to this sort of thing and they're, they're exposing this sort of thing and they're giving it giving it light and stuff and i was like yeah well you know that that's an interesting it's an interesting point that that you say that i think maybe maybe it is because a bit of the anonymity online as well but but you do you just fall under this generic gamer tag so i don't i don't think that it yeah i don't know i don't know it's it's something it's something to consider i suppose for for you know for myself going forward but you know it look it, it is it is what it is so look i really want to thank you 
for for talking to me today, Liz. It was it was very very interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that you reached out. It was a it was a fun new opportunity. I've never been on a podcast before, so you've um taken my podcast virginity. So oh, <laughs> you had that to your resume. <laughs> I may said I couldn't do that. <laughs> I knew that church conversion program would pay off one day. Okay. Yes, we did it. <laughs> yes, my parents would have been happy. Okay. So, yeah, no, look, no, I, I as I said, I, I'm always interested in, in talking to people. Now, how how do our listeners find your content? How do they find you? Well, if they're into streaming, they should come check out my channel at Twitch TV um, slash Bipolar Bliss. Same channel name on YouTube, Bipolar Bliss Gaming on Instagram and bipolar bliss on twitter and i have a discord that if you pop by the twitch channel there'll be a, be a link there so feel free to pop in that and share everything we have some pretty pretty cool stuff going down we even have like a little trophy hype emote we can celebrate everyone's accomplishments so yeah that's where you can find me for the most part perfect and uh and as bliss has promised there will be a ruthless listeners ruthless you're thinking mortal combat you're thinking brutality i'm hoping it'll be along these lines at trophy roast coming in the next in next week or so in eight days time eight, eight days I've, I've already i've already scripted out most of it because i'm just that excited <laughs> excellent excellent well now after talking to me you've probably got a whole lot of new ammunition so i, I love, well I love it just that. it just confirms everything that uh, you've been told <laughs> perfect perfect and of course bliss is playing under the handle on psn nurse underscore feel underscore good go and give her some love there as well so uh, I think we're going to leave it there, Bliss. As I said, thank you. Thank you so much again. I may, I may extend the olive branch again in six months when you've forgotten about this experience. <laughs> no, it's been fantastic. Um, thank you so much for reaching out. I've, I've had a great time today. So there you go, listeners. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Bliss as much as I did. It was wonderful to speak to this awesome human Australian streamer and gamer. If you're looking for her content, you can catch her on Twitch at Bipolar Bliss or follow her on PSN under the username nurse underscore feel underscore good. All that information will be available in the show notes. So why don't we turn now to the Push to Plat Platinum Club? And we've got we've got a few this week. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna dive straight in and we're gonna start with Redbeard Rick here. Look, it's a classic. You can always count on this man to either present something amazing or something classical in the spam style. And that's what he's gone with today. In fact, he's gone with two gems here. Number 144, Music Racer, spam that plays itself. <laughs> that's very true. And number 145, Aladdin and Lion King. Now, it is possible that Rick did this legit, but, you know, it's not highly possible by any stretch. Of course, if you're not familiar with this port here, it can be done with, a you know, a matter of cheat codes and things like this under an hour. But, you know, if you did do it legit, Rick, that's fantastic. But if you didn't, well, that's not a surprise. So let's Let's move now on to Dino Raw. This man has been killing it here. Now, he's coming again with number 100. Oh, sorry, 100. What am I saying? He's coming here with number 1042, Concept Destruction. He says here, a really fun game that was full of enjoyment from start to finish. This was the second stack, so went for a quick plat time. In fact, he did it in 16 minutes and 8 seconds, so which is, is fantastic. Well well done on that. And I believe he's, he's also done a guide video of, of sorts on this game as well. 
Next up, he has number 1050. Oh, it's a milestone, listeners. It's a, it's a massive milestone. <laughs> Prince of Persia, Warrior Within. Now, look at this. It's taken him eight years, six months, and four weeks. So either he just loved this game and he could not stop playing it over the last eight years or he was trying to forget about it. I'm, I'm not sure. Let, let's see what he says here. Hated every single minute of this game. <laughs> From the moment I put it in the PS3 all those years ago, I knew I made a mistake. Dahaka. 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 Okay, we'll go with that. On hard glitched on me in my favor on the final playthrough, and I was able to just stand there killing it without getting hit. Karma to the game for being so shite. <laughs> I wish more of my games would do that. Well, there you go. Obviously, the eight years, six months, and four weeks. What a wait. What a, what a wait to throw off you there, Dino Road. Release that anchor that's been holding you back. I mean, obviously not holding you back on plats, seeing so you have 1,050, but but holding you back, obviously. And now, you know, you can you can move forward in your hunt to to uh, to get more spam plats. Well well done. So, well, at least until you get to your next milestone, which will probably be a week or two at the, at the rate you're moving, which is wonderful, wonderful to see. Next up, JB Trophy Hunter 1975. Look at this. Number 146, Tower of Dragon Asia. Now, this is this is a game that it's just disappeared. This is high-quality spam. I think this takes five to ten minutes maximum. I think it involves almost no gameplay at all and, and a really easy cheat code or something from memory. Look, I don't even remember it was so quick, but it's wonderful to see that that this is still making an appearance here because we've got slide and which we'll we'll come to in a moment but but this is a this is another masterpiece it's wonderful wonderful to see and congratulations there sir ed the shed 2014 number 99 tetris escape eu stack well done. Uh, Azura Vaughn, number 46. Oh, we're turning the clock here on. It's, it's getting a little bit more serious now. Streets of Rage 4, the, the recent release on PS4, also ironically free on Game Pass. Oh, now we've got a new member here with, with a wonderful name. It's wonderful. I like that I don't really read these beforehand, listeners, so it's as much of a shock to me as it is to you. But here we go. A wonderful new member here with a great name, Broken Trojan 843. Sort of reminds you, you know, to probably the conversation between your parents, you know, many, many years ago. But anyway, Broken Trojan, I like that, 843. Number nine, Lego DC Supervillains. Well, look, look, that's a child's game. So, look, I hope you're not a child. And if you are, don't ask your parents uh, what that means. Although, with a name like Broken Trojan, <laughs> I wonder. Number nine, Lego DC Supervillains. And this has a great plat name. Here's to mischief. That's fantastic. I mean, it probably only takes you 100 hours to get to that point of platting that game, but but that's a wonderful name. I like that. And congratulations on your ninth platinum, sir. Just uh, just hopefully we do not we do not steer you down the path of many of these other people that have posted today, and and you maintain these wonderful wonderful games. SS Squarehead or Squarehead, if you prefer, sir. Number 30, SNK Heroines Tag Team Platinum. That's a good one, sir. By and large, it is a spam game, except for the the survival mode run. You know, but it's it's very high class spam, really. But that that survival run mode from memory. You have to beat 30 characters in a row. It gets progressively harder. Now, unless you found a way to spam it or cheese it, and if you did, please please let me know because I need that trophy. But uh, if you did it legit, which I think you have to do, I don't think there's any workaround here, then that's, that's quite impressive. Well done, sir. 
And then to wrap us out of here, look, this warms my heart, this next gentleman here, this Chris. Now, Chris is a host of R3Cents. Now, if you're not if you're not familiar with this podcast, it's a retro gaming podcast. But look, they dabble in the new stuff as well. You know, it's not it's not totally retro, so you don't need to yawn or anything there. Now, Chris is a wonderful English gentleman. You know, it's good to see he's still alive, to be honest with you, at this point, because who knows what is going on over there in the, the UK at the moment. But as I said, it's good to see that he's alive now he's a he's a, a refined gamer if you like he's from the classical school of games he doesn't waste his time on on garbage you know he's got a, he's got a finite amount of time and he and he invests it well you know he's played all these fantastic retro games and anyway we've we've got sidetracked here but he is a host of the r3 sense podcast which as i said it's a fantastic retro podcast but their hook their grab if you like what gets you in is that the the three hosts there uh jonathan monty they're going through uh, with chris they're going through and they they're doing a countdown of their top 100 games of all time so this has been going they're into their sort of second season or second year now if you like so they're they're starting to get to the meaty end of this which is is fantastic and if you if you have an interest in games you know particularly not, you know, games that are in the last week or two, or or if you have an interest in more than the first five minutes of games, which you'll, you'll never hear about here, then that is the podcast to check out because they have so many hidden gems. And for me, it's it's been almost like an education. So it's wonderful that I can give back to you, sir, here, Chris, uh, you know, in my education of Spam Platts. And, and I see you've learned very well here. You, you didn't put the Platt name, but, you know, I'll forgive you on that because you're English and, you know, you're special, of course, therefore. You've just put why. But, but listeners, what he's done here is he's He's platted Color Slayer, which is fantastic. Now, I'm pretty sure Chris does not own a turbo controller. Oh, if he did, he wouldn't use it. It's disgraceful for, for a proper gamer. So he's probably done this legit, which must have been mind-numbingly fucking boring. But congratulations, sir. And it, it's good to see there are quicker spam games. So, it, it, you know, hopefully from if you do get this far into today's episode, hopefully you'll come back and um you'll realize that from, from some of these other titles here, like Dra- Tower of Dragon Asia. It'll, it'll open up your mind. And that game's in English too, sir. So it's, a, it's amazing. What's interesting to me too is that he did slide, but he chose not to post slide. So so perhaps he just felt too dirty after that because that was only like 30 seconds. But, but you know, there's no shame here. So as you know, and it's wonderful. It's wonderful to see, you know, at, at some point I will reach out to you again as well. But look, anyway, now I'm using the podcast for my own social distraction. So I will stop that, listeners. Now, the only other thing I want to leave you with this week is we've decided, you know, because things have been going, you know, things have been going well, we decided that it would be a great time to to start a giveaway of myself and Joe for the podcast here. So what we're going to do, it's very relaxed. Anyone can join. It's the Trophy of the Month giveaway. So we're going to run this sort of each month because, you know, because we do things a little bit differently here in Australia, it's starting on the 25th of May for some reason, and it will run through to the 24th of June. So all you have to do is jump into the discord there's a thread there a giveaway thread trophy of the month just post your your favorite trophy you've earned this month and maybe a little descriptor as well we might read it on the show we might not we'll, we'll see how it goes but you will go into the draw then the random a randomly number generated draw i may say a random draw to win now this month i believe we're giving away two psn cards yeah two us psn cards to the value of ten dollars so jump in there if you do one of the one of the cards will be locked behind the patreon so for patreon members only but the other for for everybody but we will we will be rotating the the prizes and in fact i'm looking into now joe's been on to me for a while now we've been looking into getting a jersey made up for push to plat so if i can organize that for the following month which i'm hoping i will if not you know definitely in the next month or two i'd like to give that away as a prize as well so you know jump in the discord 
Discord. Post away if you can. If you could only post in the Discord for that, that would be helpful because I have a small brain and I, you know, I, I don't need to look everywhere for these things. But feel, feel free to pass around the love, jump in and do it. So that is us done for this week, listeners. I hope you are still safe. I hope you are well. I hope you are having having a lot of fun with gaming. We've got some very big titles coming up in the next few weeks. But you know, for now, just enjoy what we have. There is a there is enough. And keep keep smiling. I'll catch you next week. Push to Plat podcasts are conceived, written, and edited by CJ Anderson in Adobe Audition. YouTube upload handled by repurpose.io. Push to Plat would like to thank our Patreon producers, Zador VP, Redbeard Rick, T-Bird, and Olcero. Without your support, this show would cease to exist. If you'd like to say hi, jump into the Discord in the show notes or on Twitter at Push2Plat. If you're interested in supporting the show, then jump on Patreon, the Push to Plat Patreon, where you can find more information on how to support us and allow us to continue bringing wonderful guests and topics from around the world.